0: You want to go? Want to say? (laughs) I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tee off. So I'm giving you the floor first. I just, I just can't believe it. I just, well, you know what? I can believe it. Let's just say that. I can believe it. But it's just, it doesn't make it feel any better. And just everything that comes out of this loss the conversations for the next year till next April till next April, when you go back to playing the Boston Bruins, the Tampa Bay lightning, the Florida Panthers, the Montreal Canadiens, hell, even the Ottawa senators, all that conversation, every episode we've done on this show, it's just like what do you what do you do? Like what do you, where do you go from here? Um, mind blowing. It's over. It's over. Like it's over. Like we're we're done. We're done. Uh, listen, we can sit here and we can talk about semantics. Okay, we can talk about how. You brought Wayne Simmons in to be like a physical enforcer, and he did absolutely nothing of the sort in this series. We can talk about how you have such high hopes for Rasmus Sandine, and he had some brutal giveaways in this series. But that, we're talking about two guys and two guys only. I don't care about your Rocket Richard trophy. I don't care about. How many points did Marner have in the regular season? I don't care. 90-something points? Like, I don't care. You proved, again, and in the worst possible way, that you're losers. You're a couple losers who can't win in the playoffs. And one thing I want to get off my chest. If you are going to look at me and you're going to say, oh, playoff hockey isn't a thing. You know what happened in games five, six, and seven? The Montreal Canadiens probably had a meeting and they said, if we outwork this team, we'll win games. And that's exactly what they did. And that is exactly why they are advancing to the second round against the Winnipeg Jets. Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner have no idea what to do in a playoff style environment when the physicality gets ramped up when there's no space the two of them have no idea how to handle it mitch marner was atrocious ryan has to adjust my levels because i'm so upset You can't, you can't run it back. I can't stop laughing, dude. You can't. What are you gonna do, dude? I, I honestly, man, at this point, it's like I cannot sit down in October and come on this podcast and talk about all the good things this team is doing. Like it's just, I am mind blowing that a bunch of players. Who are collectively the highest-paid core group in the NHL can go up three-one against a team that many people thought they were better than. Now I don't. Now I'm not so sure. No, they are. They are better than, and it's the point that I was just making to you. One team worked harder, and that team is going to the second round. And Sheldon Keefe, spare me, spare me with your. Oh well, they've got a ton of great looks. If Mike Babcock made some of the decisions or non-decisions that Sheldon Keefe made in this series, we would come on this podcast and roast him. Yeah. Roast him. The yeah. utter refusal to split 34 and... we refused to do it. Why? They were awful. Yes. Like they, they were. Mitch Marner was arguably the worst player in the series. Mi- Other than Rasmus Sandin, maybe. For three years, you and I have come on this podcast and we have tried hard to keep a level head. But guess what? We just watched the greatest collapse in Maple Leaf history, and it's immediately after the game, and we're just going to let it rip tonight. This better be Mitch Marner's last game as a Toronto Maple Leaf. You cannot (laughs) run this core back. You can't. What are you going to do? What is Kyle Dubas going to do? I don't know. We'll get to him in a second. Because... This is just open this giant can of worms. But I want to touch on something you just said and you're absolutely right. Oh I I don't care if Austin Matthews goes out next year and wins another scoring title. I don't care if Mitch Marner is dazzling beautiful pretty passes. Oh, I don't care. You proved again in 2018-2019. Oh well. You know, they just need more experience. You know, they're young. And you know what? At the time, I kind of bought that because you're running into the buzzsaw Boston Bruins. Okay, so whatever. 2020. Oh, the supporting cast wasn't there. They didn't have enough of a supporting cast. 2021, that's out the window. Like, you lost that series because your best players didn't show up. And another thing that I don't want to listen to is, oh, well, they lost, they lost their captain. They lost their captain. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like losing John Tavares is not a big deal. Rob, they went up 3-1. Yes. Like, like they yes. went up 3-1 without the exactly. guy. It, but, like, you just blew a 3-1 series lead to a team whose ass you kicked all season long. And a team that you came back on Two games in a row. Yeah, I know. And you had the ability to do what other teams have done to you for the past how many years? Come back, win in overtime, be legends. They do it two games in a row. Yep. And they shit the bed. <sighs> two overtime games in a row. And then they go out tonight, and the Montreal Canadiens played what you said while we were watching this game. The perfect hockey game. What time and space did the Leafs have in the offensive zone? What clear looks did they have in the offensive zone? What ability did they have to even get through the neutral zone sometimes? Diddly shit. Like, none. And Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner proved that they cannot function in an environment like that. Today on the fan 590 they interviewed Bruce Boudreaux, and he said in the playoffs you have to take your take the best game you played all year and add 20% to it there, there is something that's not computing for these two guys dude they were and the, and the thing that blows my mind too is even the games they won even when they were up three one, they were still non factors. It was William Nylander, and Alexander Kerfoot, yeah, and, and Jason, Jason Spezza, Spezza and... who, by the way, is the only guy I'm not pissed at. Yeah, like it's just it's it's I I get it. it's like it's mind blowing, but at the same time, it's not. It, it's it's just it's so hard to just come on this podcast and. Like, how are we gonna do another serious that's, episode next season? Uh, With if they bring uh, back the exact same exactly. dudes, you can't. How can me and you sit here and be like, "Well, the the power play looks but better." They, but this they looks have to fits. know, like, but oh. they have to know this, man. Like, they have to know. Like, you can't just run these guys back again next year and expect everybody to get hype about it. Like, you no, you can't, dude. That was the worst. This series. It, it, think about all the things. That we've been through as Leafs fans, and how and how bad it seemed at the time. This is like a hundred times worse. Yeah, like yeah, this is, yeah. you lost to the Montreal Canadiens. Then now we're gonna have to hear about it. You won. You like you, what? you, you oh. won. You won the division. You spent all year beating up on the Montreal Canadiens. But again, I, I I keep coming back to this. It's like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point. The Habs had a team meeting and they said, we got to bump our work ethic up here. And that's exactly what happened. And they can't like, you just want, dude, Mitch Marner. Can we just like, can we just take the gloves off here? Guys afraid. He's afraid. Yeah. Like he's out there skating around. Like, why do you, he was crying in the penalty. Why do you get so many puck over the glass penalties? Because you're scared. You're scared to get hit. Yeah, and he's You're avoiding scared. he's avoiding hits all yes, over the ice. Yes, and as soon as he crosses into the neutral zone, it's like a guy who is so skilled and so talented and usually plays with a lot of speed, all of a sudden looks like the slowest player on the ice. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get how this guy can cross the blue line into the O zone and just immediately get checked, and it's just no adjustment, nope. just nothing. Nope. Like I well, don't. Well, in that part of, part of that is on the coach. I've been. I was saying, even in the games they were winning, I was banging my fist on the table, being like, put Nylander out there with Matthews, and he just won't do it. He, I'm at the point where I, like, oh. So, I don't want to get off topic here, because I do think the main thing that, the main thing that we should all be focusing on is the absolute no-show from the two best players. That is the number one thing that everyone should be focused on. And we can go off on Mitch Marner... Like, like you said, he's seen. Like they said the other other day on the broadcast, he's hearing footsteps. That's a nice way of saying he's scared. He's scared to get hit. That's why he's throwing. He just embarrassed himself in yes. front of the world. Yes, he did in front of in front of the hockey world. He literally just embarrassed himself. He 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 proved to me what is it? It's like nineteen games or something right now that a playoff nineteen playoff was, games. I think tonight a goal. was the eighteenth game. Eighteen without a playoff goal. Yeah, like that's a big enough sample size. For me, this guy is not a playoff performer. This guy is a regular season, skilled performer who thrives in the regular season, loosey-goosey environment, being able to to come across the blue line and spin around and spin this way and between the legs and behind the back. He cannot ramp up the intensity in the playoffs. I don't want to hear. I saw some contrarians on, on Twitter today who are like, well, you can't just trade Marner. You can't fight, you don't find skill players like that. It's like the the DNA of this team has to change. You can't run it back with these guys. And William Niederlandor proved in those 7 games that he belongs here. He showed up. The built in excuses are gone. It's yes. like Jack Campbell at a 177-936 going into tonight's game. So the goaltending was out of the conversation. I thought the defense weren't that bad. Obviously Muzzin going down didn't help. And they had a couple bad giveaways from a couple dudes, but it's it's every year the built-in excuse of you're playing the Bruins, the goaltending, this and that. That was all stripped away this series. Yep. And it was just maybe it wasn't that all along. Yep. Maybe it was just that your two best players were bums. Yeah. And they so I want to talk about Austin Matthews because um We have traditionally been like the Austin Matthews apologist podcast. Like, we got his freaking jersey on the wall. Like, you and I are Austin Matthews fans. Like, we anyone who's listened to our show knows how we feel about Austin Matthews. You're telling me that you couldn't handle being matched up with Philip Deneau for seven games? (laughs) That's what kills me. At least, at least against the Bruins, he's out there against Bergeron. So you're like, okay, like, I get it. That, that's what I mean. Even it's like, last year, P, Pierre-Luc Dubois, like, okay, I get it. Yeah. You, you got outworked and outmanhandled for seven <laughs> games by Philip Deneau. Yeah. It, it's amazing. Like, this series is incredible because it's like, again, what I just said, all the built-in excuses are gone, yeah. and it's just like, Dude, it, it, you said it earlier. It's like the Habs had a meeting about work ethic, and it's like that's fine. But you're 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 you should still be good enough yes. to overcome that. Philip Deneau, on his best day, shouldn't be able to touch you. <laughs> it's not good, man. It's it's really bad. Like it's almost. I'm almost like I feel uncomfortable. Like it, it, it's really bad. Like w- what is going on, man? Like it is. What do you do? Like, I I don't understand. Like, it is so bad. They just got embarrassed in front of the whole, not even hockey world, the whole sporting world. It's unbelievable. And every single Leaf fan right now, like there's there's dudes who are the most optimistic guys on planet Earth who I text with during hockey games. And they, they can always kind of find something. And I had at least four text messages from guys being like, I don't know how am I, how am I supposed to watch a regular season exactly. game? Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. I, I don't understand. It like, doesn't matter anymore. Like, like I said, like I don't Austin Matthews could, could win the heart trophy next year as a regular season player. And I would go, like, let's see what you do. Let's see if you disappear again. Yeah. Like it. It, it is. It I'm is. Hate, I'm hate refreshing Twitter just to make you and I even more mad. Here's a quote: "We're a team that succeeds with the lead, and we didn't have the lead in the last couple of games." Mitch Marner. Yeah, because you suck. Yeah. <laughs> what a quote that is. It's like, dude, you were like, yeah, that hate. was arguably yeah. the worst performance out of a. Dude, he, he's one of the highest paid players in the league and he embarrassed himself. Yep. Like flat out. He he I'm of the opinion that the dude, like, the dude was crying in yeah. the penalty box in game six. I'm like, of the opinion that he shouldn't be back. He shouldn't be back. Like you like I said, like you, you cannot run this this core back. It's very clear that after last year's excuses of all they didn't have a, a good supporting cast, that's 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 bullshit. Like you you cannot bring this core group of guys back. You have to do something. And he's at the top of my list. He's gotta go. He's gotta go. Okay, and while we're on it, like, let's move on. So, you know what? I've I've spent all week. After they lost game five, and we started getting a little like, ooh, I kept I was really on Team Dubis. And I was like, you know what? Like, it's not Kyle Dubis's fault that Mitch Marner's afraid to get hit. It's not Kyle Dubis's fault that Austin Matthews is getting a man handled by Philip denot' oh, wow, like, so funny yeah like it's not it's not it's not it's not his fault it's not yeah. his fault that these guys can't figure it out but I'm so pissed right now that Philip <laughs> yeah, know like, like, oh my god I'm like, well, this, so, is, this is next level I'm man. so like, pissed right now I can't believe this, this is this is insane I'm so upset right now that I'm of the opinion that I think everyone needs to go like <laughs> Kyle, dude, like Brendan. <laughs> I know you just have to sit and laugh. Like, and look like, at this. What, you can like, you can sit here and just rationalize like, well, they still need to make the playoffs. They still have a good co- but it's like, what no. did we just watch? I, I know, like, I know. What did we just witness? <laughs> What do you do? I don't even know. I don't even know if like Scotty Bowman can step in and help. Like, what the hell is going on here? What do you do? I'm gonna put this away. This is just making me angry. I, I, I don't. I don't get it. Like, I, I just. It is. Uh, I think. I think enough is enough. Oh. I think enough is enough. I think heads have to roll for this. I think Brendan Shanahan has had enough. Okay, Sheldon Keefe it's the second year in a row in the postseason where I think he's been out coached. And I think that he made a lot of decisions. Like I lander with Matthews is the first he, one. He didn't, he didn't make opinion. one. He didn't make one adjustment the whole, the whole series. Okay, yeah. So, so he should be in hot water for that. Kyle Dubas, as much as, like I said, the work ethic of his star players is not his fault. You have built a team That is great for regular season success. Yeah. And you've built a team and signed guys to big ass contracts that they're not built. Like uh, the one thing that every each and every one of us should take away from this series is I don't care if you spent an entire season ragdolling the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, yeah. When you get into the playoffs, it changes. And you need a certain gear. Dude, the, the Montreal Canadiens looked like the Boston Bruins tonight. Yeah, they dominated them. That was their Carey Price said at the end of the game, that was our best game of the series. I agree with him. They dominated. Dude, did they they the way they shut down the Leafs in the middle of the ice and, and entering the zone was was you you could teach it to to young kids yes. on how you play defensive hockey. Yes, like they got they got absolutely dominated, I, and it was embarrassing. It, that, that was like I, I can't even. I so I want to I want to go through my chain here. So you got Kyle Dubis. Okay, here is my problem with Dubis too. It's like you are coming up with Dubis. It's not his fault. But then we're sitting here and we're saying you got to move on, and it's like. I think where you're coming from, that it is Dubas's fault now, is you need a philosophical shift. It's just now you have a who wants to take Mitch Marner at $10 million yep. after that performance? Yep. After 19, uh, 18 playoff games without a goal. What the hell is that? Yep. Like yep. It, it, it's terrible. Yep. Who wants that? No. Yep. I don't want it. So where's Phil Kessel? Yep. <laughs> where's Phil? Yep. Phil was better than that. Yep. What the hell was that? Yep. Oh. So I think he should be held accountable for that. And then I think Brendan Shanahan should be held accountable as well. Like, I don't. I think Brendan Shanahan should be fired. Yeah. I think Brendan Shanahan should be fired. All Brendan Shanahan has done since he's been here is done a nice little rebuild that's been a failure. And I love Brendan Shanahan. He's one of the toughest dudes to ever play hockey. Great hockey player. Should be fired. Yeah. He's the head of this whole thing. He's the common denominator of Mike Babcock, Kyle Dubas, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner. He should be gone. Yeah, Brendan Shanahan should be fired. Yep that's my take tonight. You got to do what you got to do, but Brendan Shanahan's at the top of this. He should be fired. Yep. 100%. Yep. And then, so if if you're going to do that, I would do a sweeping change and I would get rid of all three of them. I'd get rid of everybody. Let's just start over. Let's just, let's get Peter Holland back. Let's get Peter Holland centering the first line against. Let's let's tank again. Let's be the Sabres. That's where I'm at, man. Like I like, let's get rid of like Shanahan, Dubas, Keith. Thanks. Goodbye. (laughs) Um, get somebody in here. <laughs> figure is, this out is, this, this is, is crazy lo- that we're talking about. This, this is the lowest of the low. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I know so many rational, rational quote unquote hockey fans who are going to listen to this podcast. These guys are overreacting, but like, like, what do you, what do you, do we're, you okay, we're, what do you want? What we're, do we're, you want? You want to come back? Like I get it. I can hear out all your arguments about this and that and this and that, but it's like, how much can a sports fan take? How much can a, two guys who do a podcast every single week we're forced to watch the games because we love this team and we want to have accurate takes every week. What the hell are we supposed to do? Yeah. Are we supposed to sit here and be like, Oh, well, at least they make the playoffs. At least they have a chance. Like this is embarrass- it's yeah. embarrassing. It's yeah. embarrassing what they did in this series, man. It's awful. Yeah. Like I'm sitting here being like, I've joked with you. I've said to Rob, I'm like, I don't know if I can do the podcast or lose the series, and they lost series. Yeah, I know, I know. Like, I know. what do we do? They're up three-one, and it's like, I, I get it. It's like they're they're good enough to make the playoffs. I appreciate that. There was years and years and years where they didn't make it, and that sucked. So finally getting a chance to get in the playoffs is fine. But now it's like you pay this guy that you pay this guy that the, the, some of the highest contracts, the the highest paid core in the NHL. And they go out and play like that. It's yeah. it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's like I just wasted countless hours of my life this whole year watching this team, us coming on here recording, talking about all the good things that are happening. And then you go out, you're up 3-1, and you play like that? Yeah. You come back twice in two straight games and you can't get it done? We get another. We What get, the hell is going on? We get more quotes after games five and six about how about starting on time. No, it, it, they didn't need to start on time. They came back. They went to overtime. It's sudden death. You know what happens in sudden death? Big boys come. Yep. Nikolai Boroshevsky in front of the net, tipping the puck in. Right. Dougie wrapping around behind the net. Like, what are we doing? Matt's taking Sunday a slapper. Yeah. Yep. Like, you know what? You talk about those early 2000s teams. Yeah, they lost to Carolina and, and Buffalo in the East final, but... At least they got there. What yeah. the hell are these guys doing? Nothing. And then you turn on the Montreal, you turn on the Colorado Avalanche game last night. I know Vegas was tired, but look at Nathan McKinnon, Landis Cog and Rantan just going off yep. going off. And it's, it, it's, it's, a ah, it's just so embarrassing to be a fan of this team right now. Like you just can't defend them. Nope. And, it's just I I don't know I don't know man it, it it's bad this is this is this is this prob- is the lowest is the lowest of the low. yeah this is the lowest this is in my in going oh. down losing blowing that four one lead to the Bruins in twenty thirteen is laughable yeah compared it, that to is this laughable yeah. yeah yeah like that team was that Leaf team was not very good yeah so it's like you know what whatever they got it to seven games they were up they blew it this is they're up three one in a series yeah, yeah. You're not not a game <laughs> yeah not a game Yeah. yeah. A series, yeah. Oh, yep. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Bad. I know. It's not good. I know. I. I think. I. <sighs> I think. Like. It's a two. It's a two. It's a double-edged sword. I think that you. You look at the players and you say, "You guys don't know how to win. You don't know how to hunker down and play." playoff style hockey You don't know how to be big boys and be winners. But then you look at management and you say, you guys have assembled a team that is not built for playoff hockey. And I think management is learned through this series that they're not built for playoff hockey because of all the prior excuses that we've had. It's Kyle Dubas after last season thought that he needed to go out and prove veteran leadership and prove toughness. He did that. Yeah. And me and you thought he had to do that. Yeah. And all this year's done is show that, yeah, it might help, but if your core that you're paying so much goddamn money doesn't show go up. out yep. and show up, yep. all that means nothing. Yep. I, I'll give you that Wayne Simmons wasn't good or or Thornton can't really move anymore, but you got Jason Spezza playing if, out of his uh, mind. If Austin Matthews and or Mitch Marner go off in one of those seven games, we are not sitting here right now. Dude, they were, about yeah, it, it's, it was loss. seven games of crap. Yes, it was. It was crap yeah, it for was. seven games. It was. Like, it, they, they didn't have one good game. Not one. Nope. Like, I don't. I don't. Uh, like, it's it's really bad. Like, it's... I can't believe how many times I'm saying this, but it's just... Like, this is... This is not good. It's not good at all. Like, this it's, is it's, not it's, good. It's... It's officially got to the point, and I don't know how the whole, like, ownership structure works with, like, Rogers and Bell and Larry Tannenbaum and, like, everything, because, like, that's who Brendan Shanahan ultimately reports to. But, like... Y- y- you cannot... You cannot come back with this same group no, next year. No. You cannot. After doling out those contracts. Kyle Dubas used no. his his last bullet in the chamber by running it back with the same guys after losing to Columbus and the qualifiers last year. Yeah. And you didn't just, dude, it's not like they battled it out and went game no, for game they got, against they the Habs. And, and Carey Price just stood on his head and blah, blah, blah. That's not what happened here. Like, you choked. You choked. And you, this is, I po- I posted on our Instagram after the game, is this the worst choke job in Maple Leaf history? 100%. Yeah, I think it is. 100%. It, it, what kills me is they did what we thought they couldn't do, is come back. They came back in two games. Yep. They sent it to overtime. Like, they did what we thought they weren't capable to do of doing and what other teams have done to them in the past. And, and they just, they couldn't get it done. They, they blew it in under a minute yep. in, in the first one. And then, and then the one, the other night, they just, they couldn't bury it. Yep. And then tonight they just, they, they got embarrassed. We all, I said this to you during the game. I'm like, everyone likes to point and laugh at the Edmonton Oilers. Ha ha ha. The Edmonton Oilers, they suck. They got swept by the Winnipeg jets. What's the difference between the Maple Leafs and the Edmonton Oilers? You got a team with superstars who shit the bed in the playoffs and lost. Yeah. What's the difference? Nothing. Nothing. So if you had to make, so I've given you my take before we get out of here. I want to know like, what, what are you doing this off season? Like I I've said, I, if I had my way, Number one on my list, whether Dubas and Shanahan stay or not, is you have to break up this core. And by breaking up the core, you have to trade someone. And I am nominating Mitch Marner to be traded. Second step, if we want to go really extreme, I'd fire everyone. I'd fire Shanahan, Dubas, and Keefe. Goodbye. Thanks. I don't know. I don't think this is the right episode for me to be making that call. I'm pretty. I think we're all emotions are running high. I I think Brendan Shanahan should be fired. Yeah. That that's my opinion. I think you've had enough kicks at the can now. It's not working out. You've been through two GMs, you've been through two coaches. Yeah. I I'm sorry. Yeah. It's time for you to go. I I, I and then whatever happens I don't think they're going to if the, if he was to go, I don't think that they would fire him. I think they would be they'd come out with some sort of statement that's like they've agreed to mutually part ways or something like that. Yeah, it's just like it's not the end of the world. Like you could be the Buffalo Sabres. Like you could be the Buffalo Sabres. Like that that's the end of the world. But it's man, I, I it's but the Buffalo Sabres aren't paying a bunch of dudes a bunch of money who have high expectations. And don't show up year in and year out. It's it's it like it's not good. I think I don't know, man. I, I, it, I, it's clear that they can't come back with the right, with the same core. I, whoever goes, goes. It, it's just like even, even, even like Morgan Riley. Like I don't think he had a, a horrible series, but it's just, uh, it's something's got to change. I don't know what yet, but something's got to change, and I think it will. And I think that is a great statement to end this episode on. Um, at some point we'll do like a season wrap episode. I think we should give it some time and see like what Dubas's comments are. See if there's any like instant shoe that drops. um, And then we can assess that. But I think those words are a great way to end it. Uh, Thanks everybody for coming on this ride with us this season. It was, it was fun and it ended the same way. It always ends with heartbreak and disappointment. And uh, we really appreciate it. If you like what you see, head to our Instagram at TalkingBudsPodcast. Buds Podcast. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. We're pretty down in the dumps, but I don't see a scenario where we're not back here next year. Um, Thanks, everybody. We really appreciate it. We'll catch you next time.
1: Come on, let's go go. to the Blue Hotel. I want to live. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Ready?